What's going on, everyone? Zane here with Everything Vibe. Want to welcome you back for another episode of the show. I'm here with Ronnie. Ronnie, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How how was your weekend? My weekend was good. Well, first of all, I just want to apologize uh, for missing an episode last week. Uh, unfortunately, there was a death in the family, which just kind of threw off schedules for both Ronnie and I, and uh, we weren't able to to get to an episode, but we're back here this week. And um, yeah, I mean, other than that, weekend was was good. How about you, man? Yeah, yeah. No, it was, uh, my, my parents were in town, and so I was kind of busy just kind of showing them around and, and keeping everybody occupied, but it was it was pretty good, so I, I'm I'm pretty worn out from the weekend actually. Did so sh- did you show them I'm a lot of, of VR? Yeah, uh, I didn't get the opportunity to this time. Actually, what Last, a whole weekend without VR? Come I on, I know, I know. I I mean, I played a little bit after everybody was asleep, but no, I, I mean, you I, didn't want to show them, or they didn't want to no. try. Last time I did, and they loved it. It's just this time, literally, we were just walking around so much day to day. They were only here for two days. And so it was kind of one of those things we did not spend any time in front of any kind of screen whatsoever. Cause we were just, <laughs> we were outside walking around all day going from place to place. Well, it was a, it was a beautiful much. weekend here in Chicago to do that. So yeah, exactly. So, but well. no, but, but yeah, so I'm, I'm in a way kind of looking forward to next weekend to, to get my screen time back in and <laughs> be able to just it's, chill and, and relax. It's not terrible to go <laughs> screenless for a little bit. I think we all, we all need that, that little break every once in a while. Yep. Yep. So cool. Well, let's, uh, let's jump into it. We got a news and game talk episode for you guys. And, um, we'll start with the news section and we'll, we'll keep this, I don't want to say short and sweet, but there's one main topic that I think has everybody buzzing since, last week and that was the the interview on game revolution with gabe newell and ronnie i know you had a chance to take a look at that right yeah yeah no i right. mean everybody uh, that's super exciting news and yeah, people I mean, have been everyone, talking all about it yeah everybody kind of know knew that valve was likely working on something vr related but we didn't really know exactly how many people mm-hmm. or you know how many projects so now we well, have a number. Ironically, it's three. Yeah, let's let's get uh, to, let's get to the big topic here, which was his announcement that you know, I, I mean, aside from other things that are happening, but um, that they are working on three full length, specifically developed for VR games. Um, and I, I know there's been a lot of speculation out there, but I, what are your thoughts right now? Even if it's just speculation, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we really don't know what they're working on. Um, if there's anything to learn. Valve's history is that they like to really make a, a, a big impact in whatever they're they're working on. So I think it's safe to say that the projects that they're working on VR specific uh, titles for are going to be something that they really think VR has a specific you know thing to add to the experience. I I think it's a pretty safe bet to assume that they're working on something Portal related. I think that's probably if I were to bet on any one franchise that <laughs> would would easiest you know would be the easiest fit for VR. I mean we've already seen a lot of those assets in the lab and and you know and and even you know the fan made portal stories uh, worked pretty well as far as that went. So so you could see you know that that they would have you know they would have an easy time kind of adapting that series to VR. At the same time, I mean I guess to play devil's advocate um, if if it's too easy, or if they feel like Portal Stories already kind of did an okay job, and they're not gonna 
substantially make a better game that, you know, by, by putting Portal into VR, then I could also see them passing. I mean, the, the biggest, you know, that said, I, I do think that's probably one of them. But just, again, if there was a reason that they didn't end up doing it, I would probably think it has something to do with, you know, them not being able to find, you know, a, a twist that they'd be able to, to really take advantage of and, and add, you know, add something to, to the table. So, so, I mean, that said, um, you know, I mean, I personally would love if they were working on Half-Life 3. I don't know that that's necessarily likely. I mean, everything that we've kind of heard from, from uh, people that have left Valve kind of suggests that there isn't really anyone there that necessarily uh, is super excited about doing that. And there's a lot of risk involved with bringing back an old franchise like that. Um, obviously, there's huge expectations and whatnot. So it would probably be safer for them to even make new IPs at this point, um, you know, besides just Portal and others. I mean, I, I've, I've seen some rumblings of, Maybe you know Left for Dead Three or uh, or uh, Dota, another Dota game that that works more with VR. I mean, I think that those are unlikely. Uh, Dota obviously is is huge in esports, and it's such a technical game that I'm not really sure that you know making a making a game for a niche market like VR at this point, um, you know, in the in that franchise would really make a lot of sense especially since Valve um, makes quite a bit of money off of all the microtransaction stuff. I just don't think that that would scale well um, in a VR game. So I, I personally doubt that that would be uh, a game. I also doubt that Left 4 Dead 3 would be one of the titles just because there already are a lot of zombie shooters and whatnot you know, in the Steam store already. So again, like thinking what Valve would be able to bring to the table to differentiate the market and kind of add something new. I, I kind of doubt that they'd spend the resources to make a full length game. Um, you know, in that universe, like that's another thing that is exciting is the fact that these are supposed to be like full length, uh, you know, large scale titles, not just, so one would as assume that that doesn't mean that it's going to be just like another mini game collection or something like that. These projects sound like they're going to be large scale, you know, you know, uh, projects each and of their own. So, um, so yeah, so those are just some of the, so, I mean, if I were to, if I were to bet, I think out of the, the franchises that valve already has, I think the most likely candidate would be portal, um, some form of portal, uh, after that, I mean, honestly, I, I think the most probable after that is probably half-life three in my opinion, but I don't think, I don't think that that's, a very high chance. I think probably the other two are going to be new IPs of some sort. I guess you could, there could be a team team fortress would also be a candidate. Cause, cause I mean, you see titles like Smashbox uh, doing really well. Um, so you could see some kind of a, I mean, obviously there's a huge incentive to create something that's multiplayer and social. And I think team fortress would fit the bill in VR uh, more appropriately than a game like Dota in that regard, so maybe maybe that would be a possibility. But again, like I, I think Portal is the most likely, and then the other two are probably either new IPs or or maybe maybe you'd see a Half Life Three or 
or a uh, or a team fortress in there, but most likely at least one new IP. So those are those are my complete. Th- that's completely speculation. <laughs> Your I, predictions? Yeah, and it, and it doesn't really have anything to do with. I have no insider knowledge on what anyone over there is actually working on or anything like that. This is just completely guessing based on you know products that they already have on market, and then also just you know what I think would fit well in VR and and what might not and what Valve tends to focus on. Uh, but you know, regardless of what they're working on, uh, I think that this is great news, and that I I mean, if if the lab is any. Uh, is any indication of what we what we can look forward to? I think a full title coming from Valve. I mean, I think most likely all three of these games will be games that if they all come out, will be stuff that we're probably going to pick up. So, yeah, no, I I I couldn't agree more. Um, I'm just trying to think, like, I because what's great is that he, you know, Gabe Newell did mention the lab and and actually referenced that by saying that. The, you know these games will not be shorter experiences like the lab. They'll they'll be full length experiences and experiences. And I think this is exactly what everybody's waiting for. So uh, not that not that there was ever any really doubt or real doubt um, that Valve was working on something. But I guess up until this point, it was still just speculation. But th- there's like some uh, some what am I thinking of here? Just, just some like peace and calm and some like sense of security knowing now having a confirmed statement that they are working on something. So it's definitely really exciting to hear, uh, you know, the game's better, so I'm not going to try and, uh, I'll predict you or, or, or give my thoughts. I, I would say though that portal, it's just, it's such a huge, I mean, people are just waiting for that. And like you said, with, with all the references that have been there and all the, uh, the kind of Easter eggs all around, Yep. Um, I mean, Portal, you made the point that Portal Stories might fill that void, and I just don't see, I mean, Portal Stories is great, but I, I don't think that Val would be like, oh, you know what, this is good enough, and it's going to you know, satiate, yeah, yeah. satiate the, the hunger out there for a new, a new Portal title. I, I think at the end of the day, they're going to want to build on that. Obviously, a fan-made, um, like you said, it's a fan-made game, Portal Stories VR, uh, was able to get as much attention and kind of just... Uh, be a stopgap solution for, for lack of better words, you know, uh, until something better comes out, which should yeah. show that there's, there's definitely a market there. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I yeah. think that it would be in their best interest to, no, to tap make, into it, that market. Yeah, no, and make no mistake. I mean, if, if valve actually made their own VR portal game, it would be amazing. And they would come up with new tricks and uh, gameplay ideas that, you know, no one would really think of on their own and they'd be implemented in such a way. I mean, Portal 2, for example, building off of Portal 1 just added so many cool features with, with like the, like it added, it added the fluids, the, di- the fluid system and all the, all these like new elements to, I mean, you thought, okay, portals are going to be the main aspect of this franchise. And they found new ways of making that even cooler. And, and with all the backstory uh, that they added in the second one that kind of expanded the universe. Um, all that stuff could be really cool, and and you don't really get a lot of storyline in Portal stories. So even that, in, in and of itself, was something that you know any diehard Portal fan would really miss from from playing it. So, so yeah. So there, no, there's still and one one other thing I forgot to mention is that in addition to new franchise, I mean technically it would probably be a new a new IP, but um, it's also possible that Valve would. 
build on on one of the mini games that was in the lab and expand upon it. Like each of those mini games kind of have their own personality and 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 universe, as it were. So I guess it, it's theoretically possible for them to expand on on some of those as well. Uh, I don't know what those would be exactly, but I guess that's that's technically another possibility is is them taking a concept that they've already kind of dabbled in and then taking it to the you know to the nth degree and really. Uh, fleshing it out into something full, fully realized. So, I guess that's I like it. Would I mean it would be pretty cool. Yeah, I doubt that this is what they're working on, but I mean <laughs> you could imagine like a full a full longbow game or something where there's more to it than just tower defense. But yeah, I, I mean that longbow. Like I said, I, I just have such an affinity for that game or that mini game, just because that's what sold me on getting the vibe. I mean, it was just such a great and fluid experience and something that was just so memorable. So I feel like, I mean, I, I would hope that they are working on something or some like little aspect that would kind of build upon that um, and, 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 you and, know, and feed the, the user base for it like myself. Yeah. And you know, like thinking back to how Longbow, how amazing Longbow is and a lot of the other games just in general on the lab. One of the things I think Valve does better than anyone uh, so far that I've seen and, in its application of the Vive is handling the haptics and really getting a feel for, I mean, Valve in general, like all their games have always had a very tactile uh, feel to them. Like you, everything's so interactive. You feel like everything works the way it should. And one of the things that's so impressive about Longbow is, you know, feeling the bowstring kind of pull back just the way you'd expect it to and, and release and all that. And uh, I miss that kind of feedback in a lot of the other games on the Vive. So I'm kind of interested to see how Valve specifically will utilize the Vive's potential, uh, you know, to an even greater extent than what we've seen out of the independent uh, development community and others that are out there working on VR titles. I mean, like I said, they they tend to take care, take advantage of this stuff better than anyone else. So that's that's you know, regardless of what they end up actually working on or releasing, I just can't wait to see what they're actually working on. Yeah. I, I mean, you just know anything that comes out is going to be very well polished. And even if it's not your cup of tea, I think people will end up getting it anyway, just because there's just that hunger for something that has a triple A feel to it, that has that polish, that has that finish. Um, yep. So cool stuff, man. Yeah. And just to kind of uh, quickly piggyback on what you were talking about in terms of multiplayer, I mean, we've definitely seen it with Smashbox, with Rec Room. I, I think just to continue building upon the the VR community that has really started to grow and really started to gel uh, over this last, you know, almost a year at this point, um, I, I feel like the, there's got to be at least some focus, you know, in one of these three games on having a very uh, coherent and competent and even just, you know, fantastic multiplayer game or a game that has a, a you know, a well, well uh, methodically produced uh, multiplayer aspect to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do. And so, yeah, I mean, well, I, wh- whatever, whatever form that takes, I mean, remains to be seen. I, I think it's funny. Uh, <laughs> Gabe Newell, I think was quoted as saying that um, some of the more, and I'm using quotes here, but he said some of the more childish employees at, um, at, at Valve wear the Half-Life 3 t-shirts just to keep egging on the rumors. I, I don't know if you saw that. No, 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 I haven't. So I, I don't know. That that makes me wonder if it's um, if that would be, 
if that means that, you know, they're not working on it or if he's just trying to throw people off, but <laughs> well, yeah, I, man, they're always, <laughs> what are, whatever the case might be. I, I just thought that that was kind of funny. That is actually really, and, and you know, another, another, actually w- one last thing to kind of bring up. Um, oh, I keep, was kind of going, lo- man. We, this is sure. 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 I, 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 I want to dive into at, this cause there's so many gems in it. Yeah. Like a, another thing that, that Gabe had brought up when he was talking about these, you know, you know, valves development with the Vive is the new controllers, I think. And, and so that's also something to consider is that, uh, you know, that, that new, uh, form factor, the ones that we've seen that kind of look like, you know, a mix between Oculus controllers and Wii remotes and kind of their, has their own proprietary like grab functions and all of that. Like that controller may very well be developed, you know, by Valve and HTC in conjunction to facilitate whatever games that that Valve is working on. So, so as far as like game mechanics are concerned and and what they're actually going to play like, it's possible that there may be you know certain types of features that we're not even really thinking about right now. So, because they do have that advantage since they're you know since they work directly with HTC yep, and they're yep. the ones kind of behind the design. I mean, in addition to knowing how to best use the hardware that's already available, they kind of have, you know, the inside track on helping to develop new hardware if necessary to get their experiences to where they want them to be. So, yeah, well, I mean, even at what Steve Dev Day or sorry, Steam Dev Days, they uh, they debuted the like the prototype controllers, which which is under Valve and not necessarily HTC, but I, I think yeah. there's there's definitely an influence there, and uh, I mean it's it's a positive one because it's a it's a good positive working relationship that I think HTC and Valve have, where you know they're they're kind of pushing the limits together uh, with HTC, you know, obviously spearheading the the hardware side and Valve going on the software side, but I, I think there's definitely. I mean, you, uh, you'd expect there to be some good collaboration between both to help optimize both sides. You know what I mean? Yep. 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 So, uh, and, and actually, so speak, speaking of which, another point that I wanted to bring up um, was the fact that he mentioned there would be, or well, this isn't confirmed, obviously, but it's it's Gabe Newell's speculation, which I think for everyone is kind of almost, uh, so some people would take that as a, a rule of law, but he he's saying that, uh, 2018 will have fully integrated wireless um, headsets for you know for, I, I think he said PC PC headsets in general so I'm assuming he's also talking about the Rift but obviously like we're talking about the Vive here and so you know you just look at well he said seven, 2017 would be an add-on year uh, and 2018 it would be fully integrated so if we're looking at the life cycle which is what we talked about uh, last week but you know the life cycle between Val, you know, Vive One and Vive Two. Whenever Vive Two comes out, if that does come out in 2018, or is um, you know only two years, two years apart, or something like that, that could feature it. And I, I mean, it's crazy to think that we're we're not that far off. Like you know, if if you were to say that last year, like okay, this would be like a, a an integrated feature and fully fully involved and fully customized or whatever for for you to have right out of the box. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I I just don't think that. 
people would have necessarily thought that that might be the case, but just with the advancement of all these different wireless solutions coming up, and I mean, you have Quick VR, you have obviously the um, the TPCast, which worked directly with HTC, but you know, Valve is also working with a company called Netera on a wireless solution as well. And I, we, I don't, I don't have too many details on that. But the thing is, like, you know, what, one of these companies I think is going to eventually score the ultimate deal by, by working directly with. Uh, you know whether it's the Oculus or whether it's the it's the Vive. Um, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean to to be yeah. fully integrated. Unless of course HTC develops their own, but it seems like these companies are developing and working with other companies to to develop that tech. So 2018, man, it's not it's not too far off. I mean, I, I think we're you and I are going to be in the add-on territory. Um, but you know, for people people who are on the sidelines right now, which I know that there are quite a few, just in all the friends and people in my network that wanted to buy one and uh, talk themselves out of it, saying that they wait for the next generation, which yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say that's a, that's an awful idea. I mean, this is very much a, still uh, an early adopter market. But yep. um, yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the biggest features. You know, even I remember my uncle um, came over to try the Vive and his first comment was like, why is there still a wire on it? So, you know, <laughs> even for, uh, and I say this lovingly, but even, just, you know, for an, for an older gentleman who played Atari as like the first system when, when it came out, you know, it, he looks at this and says it should be wireless. And that's like his yeah. first instinct. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's, it's definitely coming, which is good. Um, and hopefully in the next couple of months here for us, but yep. um, also as a, a fully integrated feature uh, within the next year. Yeah, no, that's exciting news. So lots of exciting news. I think anytime Gabe Newell, decides to grace us with some uh, some <laughs> interviews. I, I mean, the thing is, you know, say what you want, but the man has a, a very good pulse on where VR and just, I mean, the technology is right now. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you know that if he's saying something, there's a lot that he's seen and worked on or developed to, to back it up. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, like I said, I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's not rule of law. It's not it's not you know it's not uh, final word, but it's it's pretty damn close. I'd say. <laughs> yeah. No. I I agree. I mean, it, it's probably the best predictor of where things are going, um, and I think we, we can all get a really good idea. So you know, when someone like him or some someone like uh, you remember the the article that you had sent me a while back with Tim Sweeney, um, you know, when 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 giants in the industry like this talk, uh, I think people make sure to listen just because. Um, I mean, these are the movers and shakers. These are the people that are really influencing where this stuff is going. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. So that's why it's always so fascinating to hear their perspectives and gives you real hope for, for where things are going in the future. Absolutely. So that's all I have for news. I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to throw in. No, I mean, not really. Um, I mean, the only other news item, and I don't really have it up, but it's kind of just obvious somewhat at this point, but, uh, 2016 was the biggest year for, for venture capitalist or venture, uh, yeah, venture capitalist funding, um, in the, in the virtual reality and AR space. I think it was either 2.2 or $2.3 billion invested, um, in virtual reality and, and AR. Uh, a lot of that was AR. It seems like, uh, magic leap took like seven, 180 something million itself and there are a couple of other big ones um but in general the you know the the feeling is that there was a ton of investment into vr and ar this year or this past year 
And so hopefully we'll start seeing, you know, more of the benefits of all of that money being poured into this industry in the coming months. So it wasn't, it, we didn't see the, the result of all that money yet. That's, you know, all of this investment in 2016 is really just, uh, you know, the start of everything. So a lot of, I, I definitely say the next two, three years, we should see some pretty interesting stuff happening. Yeah. I mean, it's, that stuff takes time. And, you know, with the, yep. with, with the headsets coming out in April and there being kind of, I don't want to say a lag period, but you know, it, it took a little while for the momentum to build for people to really see what they were capable of for, you know, top tier games to, to come out and really show what, what type of market and potential, you know, these, these new platforms had, um, you know, if, if they'd put stuff in just six months after we're, we're going to start seeing that stuff come out soon. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's exciting either way. I mean, the, you know, there's definitely a lot of investment happening and it, all across the board, not just with the Vive and not just with premium headsets, but, you know, even on the, the smaller scale stuff like us, you know, gear VR or, yep. um, pixel, but yeah, man. So, um, let's, uh, let's jump into game talk then. All right, let's do it. You, would you like to go first? You want me to? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I can go first. Um, Mine is, I mean, I guess I'm never that brief when I talk about games. This one, <laughs> I, though, I is mean, pretty... The, the thing is, we want, we want to be able to give, you know, detailed descriptions of the games that we play. These aren't, yeah. you know, we, we don't call them reviews, but, you know, for a specific reason, um, because they're not reviews, but uh, we want to give as much insight as we can to people who are looking for new games and experiences to try. Yeah, no, sure. So, I mean, yeah, the game I wanted to talk about today, it's not a new game by any means, but it was just one... I was kind of poking around the Steam store, and I happened to come across a game that was pretty highly reviewed Reviewed that I didn't have in my library, which is kind of rare nowadays. And it, that game was 11 Table table Tennis VR. So, And I, I actually like ping pong quite a bit, so I decided to pick it up. It was, only t- it was $9.99, and like I said, the, the reviews were very, very positive. So I, and, and I liked what I was reading. It was basically, it sounds like, you know, the game has been patched significantly in, in the recent months. So especially, he, it looked like there was some activity here in uh, November and December of last year. So, you know, fairly recent updates to the game that probably kind of, you know, brought it to the forefront again and, and made it something that kind of stuck out to me. But so I, I decided to pick it up. And, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's very, very well done. It's very simple. So as far as, I mean, you're, you load up the game and you're in kind of a, a loft apartment type, you know, area and there's a ping pong table and you just go at it. And, you know, before you're even in any menus or anything like that, I really like how it just boots up and you see an, uh, an AI avatar across the table from you and it's it and you can just pick up and play and just kind of mess around before you even get into any menus, just to get a feel of how the game works. And so right away I kind of figured out, you know, kind of how to move the table. I really like the way that um, it lets you, basically with one of the menu buttons on the Vive controllers, it lets you reposition the table so you can move it forward or backwards depending on what your play space looks like. And then you can also move it up and down. So you can kind of make it feel feel you know the the right height for you and i mean on one hand i guess uh because you can kind of you know mess with it to your liking it's possibly a little less realistic in that regard but at the same time 
Um, it, I think overall it was a good move on their part because uh, having that flexibility really made it much easier for me to position the table where I needed it to be for my, my room scale setup. So once I had it, you know, feeling right, then you just play ping pong and, and all the physics are spot on. Honestly, I'd say the only thing I noticed, and I, I, I do play ping pong quite a bit. So the only thing I noticed was, you know, if you want to spike the ball or really hit it hard, I think it's, it's a little bit hard to judge the, that those kind of hits because, you know, obviously there's no real ball there, but especially with really with, with lighter hits and just kind of your average, just kind of, you know, just casually kind of hitting the ball back and forth. Everything surprisingly feels just like it really would. It just like it really feels when you're, when you're actually playing in real life. I mean, like no joke, my serve looked almost identical. My, you know, just my ability to hit balls back and forth, like were more or less exactly like I had the same weaknesses and strengths in VR as I do in real life. And the, the AI that's built into the game is no joke. I mean, honestly, they're really good. So if anything, it's probably too good. So, um, like I said, I'm not that bad at ping pong. Like I'm pretty decent. And even at, you know, the kind of the medium settings, I was, I was kind of getting, uh, getting worked a little bit, but then I, so the game has some mini game modes and it has single player and then it also has multiplayer. I was just going to ask about that. Yeah, so I played the mini games a little bit. Those were kind of hard for me because a lot of it uh, requires specific aiming and that sort of thing, and it's just so precise that it, it was it was fun and, and challenging for sure. Um, but it really wasn't like I'd rather just play a real game. So I like kind of right after I had played a few matches with the computer and just kind of got kind of got it destroyed a bit. I decided to go online and play multiplayer and it was really nice. Basically while you're waiting for a match to, to, to be set up for it to find a player, you can just play an AI character. So it lets you just kind of mess around until a match is found and then it just loads you up and you're instantly playing with that person. And it was super intuitive. Uh, just like in most multiplayer games, you can talk and all of that. And uh, there was a little bit of lag, but in at least in the games that I was playing, the lag didn't really affect the actual play. Um, it would stutter from time to time, but uh, the game was good about uh, making sure that the animations were smooth where it counted. So, like by the time the ball was actually getting to your side of the the table, the lag would kind of be removed, and you'd hit the ball back and it would give you enough time to react properly and all of that. So like, I never felt like I missed anything because of lag or anything like that. Like it was, it was actually really fun I, playing with someone and, and we had a blast. We played a few games and, and honestly I just got off because I had to leave. I didn't, I was, I was really having a good time and I, and after a while I really felt like I was playing ping pong. Like it wasn't, it, <laughs> other than the fact that you can't actually feel the table there and, the only other thing I missed, which is kind of what my brain was getting geared uh, or yeah, reminded of when we were talking about Longbow, I feel like the game could use a little bit stronger haptic feedback on the ball hits. So like if, you know, when you're hitting the ball, I wish that you could just feel it a little bit more, um, even though there is some subtle uh, feedback going on there. But besides that, I mean, if you like ping pong, it's kind of a no-brainer. And honestly, 
it's not super fancy or anything like that. Uh, the avatars are really funny in that they're these kind of like creepy, almost like Donnie Darko looking like creepy bunny masks, <laughs> which is kind of like, it was weird <laughs> at first, but then you just kind of yeah. ignore it and you just, you just keep playing. You just get used but, to it, right? Yeah. But honestly, if, if, if you're out, if someone out there is listening, uh, and they're, and you're a ping pong, you know, you're a ping pong fan and you don't have space or the ability to play at your own, on your own table at home. I really think this is a no brainer to pick up because it is a lot of fun and it's not fancy or anything like that, but it's just a really solid game of game of ping pong. So cool, man. Yeah. I, the thing is like, I mean, lag for any game, obviously I think would mess it up, but especially for a game like this, you'd want to make sure that there's no lag because I mean, that would just throw off your whole hand-eye coordination yeah. with, with pretty much everything. And I didn't play a ton. So, I mean, that might be something that I need to, I need to spend a little bit more time on to see if, uh, see if it gets significantly worse with other players or whatnot. But the games that I had played, um, even though there was some lag, um, it didn't affect the gameplay at all. And I was still able to have a ton of fun with it. So very cool, man. Well, um, that's actually exciting for me because I, I used to play a lot of ping pong when I was younger, not not like officially or anything, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't play as much as I used to, is I guess the point I was trying to make. But that's that's really cool to see. I, I mean, this is something that I, I'd actually be very interested in checking out just because if if the hits are as realistic, can you get like curves and stuff on the ball? Like, yeah, you know, top spin oh, or something? Sure. Really? Okay. For sure. I mean, I'm telling you, like, other than the fact that when I would try to slam the ball, I usually wouldn't, but I mean, honestly, I'm not great at slamming in real life either. Yeah. So I wonder if that's just my own limitation, but whenever I tried to put a lot of force on things is when I felt like it felt off to me a little bit, but like I said, I'm not great at using force anyways, but anytime I was just like, just trying to get the ball in and, you know, direction, put it in a certain direction and try to even put a little bit of spin on it or all of those things felt just the way the way it should, and and I mean the the game does advertise itself to have simulation level physics. So I mean I, I honestly like I I think all of that stuff spin wise and and the proper forces and every like I wouldn't be surprised if my complaints about being able to hit the ball hard are just you know aspects of my own ping pong game that are insufficient. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Like. Like it, it really feels real, and when, and when you're when you get used to it, and like I said, because you don't feel the ball, um, you have to have a little bit more of a subtle touch. I feel like you have to be a little bit more careful than usual. But if you once you get the hang of that, I felt like I was playing very similar to to how I would be in real life. Like it was it was it was it was surprisingly similar. Very cool, man. Um... I'm just trying to think because I don't think I've heard of another ping pong game or table tennis game out there. Uh, I, I mean, there are a couple. But oh, there are. I, okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't know them off the top of my head. Um, but hey. this is just one that stood out. Like, hey, have I, you tried any others though? Um, I have not, unfortunately. Okay. Well, either way, okay, I mean, we're talking about this game, and it sounds like you've had a pretty positive experience with it so yeah. far. No, I did, and, and like I said, if the if the if the reviews are any uh, or any you know uh, justification for it, like for me picking it. I mean, the reviews were all extremely positive and there were quite a few reviews. So I feel like a lot of people have played this game and a lot of people have came back with, with great things to say about it. So, 
So I, I, I think, I think he comes highly recommended, not just by me, but by the steam community at large. Cool. Cool. And I was just checking out the steam page for it. It looks like it is nine ninety nine in terms of, uh, us dollars. Oh, yep. and it's, it's available for rift as well. So that should mean the, uh, the player base is double technically. There you go. Cool stuff. Okay. So, um, the game I tried out this week was uh, actually it it released last week. I think the uh, the date for it was February eighth. Yep. Okay. February eighth. It's called Powers VR. And um, you know, it's funny. I just read about this game. And oh. I was interested in looking. No. So that's. I'm glad you got to play this because <laughs> so, so, I was curious. I was looking into it. Really. Okay. So before I get into it, how did you hear about it? Um. I don't remember. I I found it. I just. I was Googling VR. I, I don't remember exactly. Like maybe I w- maybe it was on Upload VR. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, but there was I was just kind of perusing around and I saw something about a game that looked like it was developed by a single person and it involved superpower. Like it sounded like the guy who worked on it originally set out to make like he wanted to be Iron Man in a game or something like that, and then kind of started working on on what eventually became powers VR is my understanding. But okay. I, I so I hadn't seen that. Uh, this was kind of actually turned on to me, uh, from Damon who had passed it along. And so, okay. um, I, I mean, so it's just a newer game. And I, so I gotta say it's the concept is, is really cool. And I think the, the one thing that I will agree with, it, it has all positive reviews and there's not many reviews right now on steam since it's, it's still pretty new, but they're all positive. But the one thing they all have in common is that the game has a lot of potential. And yeah. so that, that means two things. That means one, you know, the experience that they've had with it so far is great or good. Uh, but mm-hmm. that also means that there's a lot of room for the game to go. So I agree with it in the sense that it is nowhere near a complete game. I mean, I spent, I want to say about, half an hour in it um, before I felt like I had done most of the things in there or at least accomplished mm. most of the, uh, well, it's not missions, but. Um, What's it's, the tasks I guess they give you? Or? So it's not even tasks. It's really just introducing you to the different superpowers. But okay. I, so, so here's the thing. Like, I mean, as somebody who grew up, you know, watching cartoons and comic books and things like that, like it's awesome to finally have a game where you can do some really cool stuff with your hands. So I think they ha- there's like eight different superpowers right now that you, and you can like collect them. And so I don't know, I don't know what the, the overall long-term vision for the game is right now, but mm-hmm. you know, you can kind of collect these superpowers and switch back and forth between them. So, you know, one of them, I, I mean, one of them, the most basic one that you get in the beginning is a teleportation power. So that's kind of cool but it's also pretty standard. Um, yeah, yeah. But then there's also, there's also a locomotion power up that you can get in the form of like, a, <clears throat> excuse me, but in the form of like a, a speedster or like the flash. Um, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you do your locomotion and you're actually zooming down these streets very, very quickly. And you're like in a, a city like environment. Um, and so it's cool because like they, you know, they kind of blur out the, the sides of, um, the, the field of view uh, mm-hmm. to make it not as nauseous or nauseating. And so mm-hmm. that works well. I mean, there's another one. Uh, I, I don't want to give away too many, but actually yeah, whatever, yeah. it's fine. It's, fine. So, it's, it's well, not like it's a, I mean, there's one that, that you can fly. So obviously that's a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. And then like there's, there's different powers. I mean, one of them you get, you have a 
machine gun for a hand, which isn't really a superpower, but there's other, <laughs> there's other ones where you, you know, you can kind of throw fireballs out. Um, there's, Oh, well, I mean, one of my favorites is, I mean, you're essentially Cyclops from X-Men where you shoot laser beams out of your eyes. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so that, that was the first one. No, not the first do you, one. That, do you, like, how do you activate the laser? Do you like have to touch your visor? Or? Uh, no. So it's, well, it's just, you just hit the trigger and it's whatever you're okay. looking at at the time. That's cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, like, like I said, this yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. So, so, because uh, when I was reading about it, my first kind of instinct was, I mean, it's obviously not as on point, but, uh, you know, in some ways, Richie's plank experience kind of reminded me of being a superhero and that you could kind of zoom around town with, with, uh, with the rocket boosters and stuff. And I, and, and playing Richie's plank experience kind of made me want to play like an Iron Man-esque, you know, superhero type game and just you know i can see a lot of potential for someone to get that right um right now in the kind of its early stages does does powers vr kind of have that that solid feel that a richie's flank experience has in terms of like your movement around the environment and that sort of thing or kind of like what what does it feel like to fly around versus you know kind of some of the games that are out there already and and kind of what makes it stand apart. Yeah, so... Okay, so if, if we're comparing directly with Richie's Plank experience, and I don't want to take anything away from either game um, yeah. or, or put a game you know, on a pedestal, but like, I would say that right now, the Iron Man feeling that you get with Richie's Plank experience on that fire deck level uh, yeah. is still unparalleled. I haven't, okay. I haven't found another game that does that as well. So that being said, this game does have a feature where you can fly around, uh, mm-hmm. and it's not it's not awful. In fact, it's actually pretty good. But I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just uh, not, I don't want to say biased, but just spoiled with what you know Richie's Plank Experience offered. Um, yeah. But I mean, it it's cool in its own right. Um, I think that there's it. It's it's just different. I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm trying not to cop out of an answer here because no, no, no. That's fair. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day, like I feel like the game is still very, very uh, early in you know the early access phase of its life cycle, um, and so I, I feel like there's going to be stuff added to it, especially for for the flight. But um, yeah, I mean the thing is like it it has that feature, and like it was actually really cool to be able to fly around the city shooting laser beams out of your eyes. Like I mean that like that was a pretty awesome feeling but um yeah. the the one thing that it didn't have that richie's plank experience does and and this could have been out of design so i'm not saying that it's necessarily better or worse um but it, there was no uh i guess there was no gravitational pull so whether I, it might be like the power of you know the superhero or the superhero power that you have where instead of like falling every time you let go of the trigger uh you're kind of like hovering in place and so, okay. you know, like I said, that, that could be maybe part of the design. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, yeah. but still it's, it's kind of cool because I mean, I guess Superman would do something like that. Right. Or, yeah, or yeah. Then you can kind of, like yeah, I can see how that would be useful because then you're able to kind of use your powers from that place. Yeah, and, and then you can just kind of like survey things around the area and it's just, yeah, yeah. like I said, it's, no. it, it, yeah. So, I mean, like I said, it's, it's a different feel of a game, um, and, and Richie's Plank Experience wasn't really going with like, I mean, it was going with like a hero uh, feel to it, you know, flying around. But I mean, this this game is really trying to get, you know, really capture that um, superhero comic book-esque uh, 
I don't know, aesthetic to it. And I mean, even just like the little intro that you go through, everything's kind of shown to you in, in comic strip format. Uh, and then when you're, when you go around the city, everything is, uh, very much like the aesthetic is very much like a, if you're, if you were in a comic, uh, book or like a cartoon or something like that. Hmm. And so like, you know, so it's got a lot of charm in that sense. And, And there are like robots that you can fight and, you know, they don't put up too much of a fight. And I wouldn't say that the AI is anywhere close to where, uh, it should be. But again, like I said, I mean, I'm sure the dev is, is working on this. But, yeah, um, and, and like I said, uh, from my understanding, this is a, a one-man show. So yeah, and so like I said, I, just going through, I, I haven't seen anything else like this, and so um, you know, I'm I'm really hoping that that this guy succeeds. I mean, obviously, I hope everybody succeeds in their endeavors, just because you know VR VR really needs to get there. But I think this is a very cool and unique idea, and um, yeah, I, I agree very much with the with the reviews that are out there right now. It's got a lot of potential. Uh, and for, for eight us dollars, and I think it's even on sale now for like 10% off. So you can get it for like seven bucks, but, um, you know, it's, it's not, you know, I I wouldn't say that it's overpriced. Um, I would say that maybe for the experience that you get right now, it's not necessarily worth it. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, I guess this is something that paying too for like, if, if you like the idea, like if you're someone like. I mean, it sounds like you really love superheroes. Like, like I mean, I, I know I am really hopeful that there will be like a cool VR superhero game eventually. And I feel like if you're really into that, then spending just a few bucks to support someone that's trying to put something together like that really isn't, isn't too big of an ask. No, no. I, I mean, we had this conversation before with like, you know, what's the mindset you ha- that you have going into buying early access titles? And mm-hmm. so, you know, like... I, I think if you like the idea, if you get it, and it's something that you think has tremendous potential, and it seems like the developer uh, is active and and you know actively trying to be a part of the community that's building around the game, actively trying to listen to what the suggestions are and implement those as, as quickly as possible. Yeah, I mean that's definitely a game that you know you want to be on the early access side of because you can provide that feedback. So I would say that this is probably a game like that because it's it's polished enough where the foundation for the game has already been laid. You know, you have these different superpowers, you have uh, just kind of a nice range of things that you can do. And mm-hmm. I think what will be cool is watching the developer or development team, if, if it grows, watching them add content to this, uh, you know, maybe add levels, add objectives, add things like that. And, uh, you know, um, as it goes, but right now in its most basic level, um, I, I still think that it's it's worth investing in, which is uh, you know, which is very, which is why I'm talking about it here. Very very cool. Well, yeah, no, I I think I'm gonna have to pick it up as well because, like I said, it it already sounds like it's it has some cool ideas, and I you know I really can't wait for a title that that really gets the feeling of being a superhero. So. Yeah, well, I, like I said, may not be there right now, but uh, it's definitely cool to see it on its way. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Well, thank you for sharing that because yeah, I was I was really interested in it already. So, oh, I, that's, that's kind of random that you had already yeah, heard yeah. about it beforehand. But hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Man. Well, that's that's all I got for this week. How about you? Yeah, yeah. No, same. So, and you know, have some cool games that I plan on playing for next week. So. Uh, more on that later, and uh, yeah. Other than that, no, I think we uh, we're we're done for the evening. 
Yeah, looks like it. And so, guys, we will be uh, we'll be getting an interview out shortly. Uh, like I said, unfortunately, last week, just with the the craziness and the um, you know everything that happened, had to reschedule some of the interviews that we had planned and reschedule some of the you know shuffle things around. But we are getting those locked down, and we'll hope to have some more interviews for you guys soon. And uh, regardless, we'll make sure we're back next week with some more game talk and news. Uh, so, with that being said, hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. Uh, we are on iTunes and YouTube, so please make sure you subscribe on those platforms and Stitcher as well. Uh, and if you have any comments, let us know your thoughts uh, on these games or on anything we might have missed with Gabe Newell's interview uh, and let us know on YouTube and we'll continue the conversation there. So take care and we'll talk soon. Bye.